I don't consider myself any more special than any of you. As far as I'm concerned, what makes my ideas special here is that I'm sharing them. That is all. I'm Jack. I don't care if anyone listens, I'm doing this for me, to practice speaking out loud. But since I'm doing it, I thought I might as well put it out there, in case someone else would like to listen. I consider this a conversation. I'm opening. Feel free to join in. This is an experiment. I like to read, and I like to write about the things I'm reading, whether books or articles, about technology, literature, politics, economics, or speeches. I thought I'd practice speaking and sharing my thoughts aloud. I thought I'd start with my most recent essay that I posted on my site, jackreichert.com. For if Achilles is left alone to fight, Zeus Cloud Gatherer. The Iliad reads like a soccer match. If all the gods that are prayed to during the match actually were real and cared. The literature of humanity that has stayed with us taps into the deepest part of how we perceive our existence. The stories that our ancestors have crafted and passed down to us resonated with them. The stories that made it down to us made it through the filter of time because those stories said something important to each link in the chain from then until now. Pondering this, I recently read the Iliad for the first time, and then I read it again. One way that it resonated surprised me. Growing up, I was never one of the athletic kids, but several of my close friends were, and thus I learned to play. There's a unique excitement that engrosses you when you are participating in a game. I can still remember viscerally how deeply I wanted to win, especially during tournaments, and how it felt that all the powers of nature were conspiring for each event that happened during the game. You should pray to the everlasting gods yourself. You are no mere man, said Apollo to Aeneas in the Iliad, Book 20. Feeling this, while playing an intense game, it is 100% natural to pray to God, to request a favorable outcome to your game. Looking back 20 years later, or even a single month, most of those circumstances seem a silly catalyst for requesting divine intervention, but when you're in the moment, heaven and earth should move for you to get that touchdown or home run. This affects spectating participants as it does the players. As a Red Sox fan since before 2004, it's clear to me that divine intervention is involved in these great games. Achilles now cast his spear and struck the outermost ring where the metal was thinnest, and the hide thinnest behind. The Pelian lancewood ran through with a ringing sound. Aeneas had crouched down, holding up the shield, so the shaft passed over his back and stuck in the ground. Still fast in the shield, with the two layers torn apart, but he had escaped. He stood up, dizzy and shaken, when he saw the shaft sticking at his elbow. Achilles then drew sword, and leapt at him with a shout. Aeneas lifted a great big stone in his hands, such as two men could not carry as men go now, but he managed it easily alone, and now Aeneas would have crashed down that stone on his helmet or on the shield which had saved him before 
and Pelides would have chased and killed him with that sword, but Poseidon Earthshaker thought his time was come. So Poseidon left them and passed through the battle to the place where Aeneas and Achilles were face to face. He drew a mist over the eyes of Achilles. He pulled out the spear from the shield of Aeneas and laid it before the other's feet, whisked up Aeneas off the ground and hurled him through the air. Over the ranks of fighting men Aeneas flew from the god's hand, over the lines of horses, and alighted on the outskirts of battle where the Caconians were getting ready for action. Iliad, Book 20. This is exactly how I felt while engrossed in my games, praying for me or my team to win. When you're watching a Super Bowl and a long toss is sent, you can feel the entire stadium willing that ball to do one thing or another. There is little doubt in my mind that people are hoping for great Earthshaker Poseidon or whichever surrogate they pray to, to whisk the ball through the air into the hands of the right mythical hero to make that touchdown. I got chills reading this next piece. Having studied religious liturgy for a good part of my life, I hear clear echoes of my prayers from the days of awe. But when the fourth time they drew near the two fountains, see now the father laid out his golden scales and placed in them two fates of death, one for Achilles and one for Hector. He grasped the balance and lifted it. Hector's doom sank down, sank down to Hades, and Apollo left him. At that moment, Athena was by the side of Achilles, and she said in plain words, Now you and I will win, my splendid Achilles. Now I hope we shall bring great glory to our camp before the Chian nation, by destroying Hector for all his insatiable courage. Now there is no chance that he can escape, not if Apollo Shutafar should fume and fret and roll over and over on the ground before Zeus Almighty rest and take breath, and I will go and persuade the man to stand up to you. Iliad, Book 22 The imagery of scale is universal. This expression of scales balancing the fate of the two heroes of the Iliad echoes through every confrontation I witnessed and every request I have ever made in any prayer. When reading through the Iliad, there were points where I could not fathom why this piece was so important, especially when lineage went on for pages. After finishing reading the work, I understand more why we must study and cherish the great treasures passed down to us from ages past. I hope you enjoyed that. Please send me your thoughts if you have about this piece. This is Jack. Thank you for listening.